they have to. Come on, man. Let's do the welcome back thing. <laughs> Let it roll. Let it roll. Can I do it now? Yes. Welcome. <laughs> Dang it. Is there no way to <laughs> I think, well, I'll delete it. Maybe I'll let it fly. I don't know. I don't know. Everybody breathe. Welcome back to the Afternoon Morning Show. My name's Chris Mueller. I'm joined, as always, by Vinny Kiamko. Yeah? Hello. This is going so well. <laughs> and Megan Whitsker. Hello. Yeah. So, we got a new vibe in the Afternoon Morning Show. Absolutely. I'm kind of digging it. This is, this is, that is the greatest start to anything ever, Chris. So, as is the case in like radio shows, when you're like starting the show, you're supposed to do small talk. So I thought I'd open up with I ran this week, what? twice. I like went to the went oh, to the gym I was like, and is ran. That the name of a song? Are we talking about I, I ran? ran? No. <laughs> Are we talking, talking about the, the no. I'm just that bragging. Is a song. Like, I actually I, ran. I actually I ran. went to the gym and I go to the gym on a fairly regular mm-hmm. basis. But I actually ran Ooh. this week, which I haven't been able to hey. run since my car accident in like 2017. Oh, oh that's wow. right. Yeah. So that's a huge I sub did, actually. Yeah. yeah, and I'm walking today. Oh. Which is great. Yeah. Well, doesn't it take momentous like two as well. days to like set in for everything? That, like... No, I'm a little sore in the ankles, but really? like, well, just like the lower, the lower calf. But, but so what, what happened, what, what finally worked was after all of this is I went to physical therapy and they did the myofacial release. Uh, are, you, are you familiar with, okay, so explain. myofacial, Zero. so you're, and I'm not super familiar, but so basically your muscles can get really bunched up in myofacial tissue, I guess. And so instead of acting like a rubber band, they're more like a rope. And uh, it can cause all, all kinds of problems. And so I, I you know, anyway, so I, I was going in and they were working on, they were like, oh, you're pretty bunched up here, like in your middle back. And they started digging at it. And when they do that, it feels like someone stuck a hot poker in your back. It oh, hurts like mamba jamba. Uh, and then they had me roll on a peanut, which is essentially two lacrosse balls like glued yeah. together. <laughs> and so I would, so it's like self-torture really mm-hmm. is what that yeah, is. Yeah, that sounds bad. Yeah. But it was, but I, so I would do that twice a day. And at first you'd be like, just like, like you can't, like you'd, you'd start rolling on yeah. you, you can't breathe kind of thing. Uh, and now it's just a little bit of a nugget in my back where it goes, cool, 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 cool. Okay. yeah. So, but Progress. yeah. So, and then what was great is I was, I've been hey. doing a little foam rolling and then I was like, oh, I foam rolled my hip and I hit a spot where I thought I had been stabbed, mm. but I've had this lower back pain. It's that's it. Dang. So I've been working that thing okay. out. So I am such a huge fan of the myofacial release now. But now Good you week. feel like you've got a little more mobility. You're not as in much pain anymore. Totally, yeah. I can work out and my back doesn't immediately bunch up or do like like yard chores or stuff or so. Yeah. Wow. So then your wife's going to be asking you to do a lot more around the house. Now. I actually painted the cabinets in the girls' what? bathroom and I'm getting ready. I, I got a dresser out in the driveway I'm getting ready to uh, refinish. So I'm pretty Ooh. excited about it. Oh, oh that's yeah. what that is? That is, is yeah. Okay. So we got a dresser from my sister-in-law and it had termites in it. Oh. Oh. It'd been sitting out in the house. Yeah, so I just wrapped it up in plastic, left it in the sun, yeah. hoping that'll kill the termites. Or they'll love it, and they'll be like, this, this is, is it's warm all through this the is, summer. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, working out and going to the gym, I'm, I'm doing that stuff. Hey. Good yeah. work. Running. How do you guys feel about running? I I'm not a big runner. I would rather die. Yeah, that's kind of my opinion yeah. on running, too. Yeah. But I feel like it's the only thing that really, like, if you want to... Like I could do all the like the pre-core or the bike or that stuff, and I always feel like yeah, I did it worked out. But running, it's like the, the entire time you're thinking, I hate this, I hate this, yeah. I hate this. But when you get done, you really felt like you worked. Yeah. Like yeah, I did something today. Although I did, I did, some, <laughs> I did, I did something today. <laughs> what did you? What is some, days, What does that mean? My day's officially I over. Ran. I'm going home. Yeah. Oh yeah, I have nothing else that I need to accomplish today. I ran. Did and you run? Just, 
No. No, that's no, how I feel not. after. That's how, oh, that's how she I feels. I thought you said you yes. did something. Today. No. I was like, what did oh. you do? Oh no. No, no, no. no, no, no. Yeah. That's yeah. well. It's also like there's nothing I can go. Like I feel like if I if I run, I am I sweat. Like, yeah. Like wet sweat. Like I'm the gross guy at the gym if I run. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. Which I always dude. It was. <laughs> <laughs> How yeah. do we get back to the gym? <laughs> I don't know. Like I just like talking. Ago. I'm just breaking. Just, just kind of pointing out that I work out and stuff. No, I'm just excited. <laughs> just, I got to run. Just I need just, everyone to know. Well, you know, I'm very fit. No, no, but it's exciting. I can yeah. run again. Yay it for me! It doesn't count unless you take a picture of you doing it and post on Instagram. Back, okay, so this brings us back yeah. to our conversation we're continuing about Aha. the church Proof and young people. Proof nice segue. That was really well done, man. Dang, Completely man. unplanned too. <laughs> But isn't that the truth? And that kind of goes back to that social media, that, that snap. Okay, so if you're, if you're following, last episode we started going through the pre-synod document for the synod on youth that's going on right now in Rome, kind of hitting a couple points that I'd highlighted and found interesting. One of them was social media, that social media really is affected the way that young people uh, relate or, or yeah. see themselves or view themselves. And you guys brought up the Snapchat thing. But it's true. Like, if you don't take pictures of something, did it actually happen? Yeah. It's so weird, no, man. and that's... Oh man! So that's one of the things that um, one of one of my best friends and I'll I'll call him out, Christian, my buddy Christian Labrador. Love him. He's in Austria, so um, it's good. That I thought maybe you're doing like Christian, as you know, in uh, Acts of the Apostles, are addressed to Theophilus, oh, which okay. is you know to mm-hmm. all believers or whatever. All believers, so, yeah. Uh. yeah. So, no, so <laughs> but my friend Christian, very, very broad, very like broad. All yeah. of you. Okay, yes, go ahead. Um, no, but the one thing that he that we would joke around about. Is if somebody said, "Oh yeah, I did this," he would go, "Proof or didn't ha- or it didn't happen." Right, pictures it, was, it didn't happen. Yeah, and it was like, at some point, I got like fed up with it, just purely because of, of the thought of, but like, this is a moment that I want to cherish for myself. Like, I right. don't need to be able to put out there. Granted, it's still funny because it's like proof or didn't happen, saying we didn't believe that you did it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's still that that truth of, if it's not online. Did it really happen? Yeah. It's like, well, I was there. Well, okay. of course I was thing, there. The worst like, thing is when people have like their big giant iPads at concerts and they're oh holding it gosh. up. Like, can oh, you just are... listen? Dude, why I saw do you at... think the iPad oh, was the best tool for yeah. that? That's where Horrible. I go. And it's so in your face yeah. and it's big. Or, and then you are looking at your Instagram story and it's 25 minutes long because they videoed every single song that the person played at the concert. Wow. I was like, well, I didn't go. So I have no interest in watching it third hand yeah <laughs> your shaky your shaky ipad video with you singing in the background oh that's the best. yeah that's the best that's the best or my favorite one is that if it's from like the pit up close yeah and the people are moving around and so the whole phone is doing this yeah <laughs> dude it's funny because we're, we're documenting so much stuff yeah. that we're never going to look at. No, I never go back and look at my concert videos oh I when know. i used to do it so i stopped no, i can't even imagine doing a concert video no, because I just why it's like yeah. I'm there. If I wanted the recording, I just listen to the recording. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen like they they they, they I've seen this posted a couple times where it's the wedding photo, like the bride and groom are walking down the aisle, and then it shows the view from the back of the church, and it's all a bunch of phones yeah. mm-hmm. up, right? And how that's just it's just kind of changed everything. Yeah. Yeah. As a parent, I really have to stop myself and go. I don't need pictures of yeah. this right now. Like, I love my kids. I really do. Mm-hmm. But we could just go to the zoo today. Yeah. That's yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah. And we'll do the post picture. But I'm not like a documentarian of my kid's life. That's it's a different thing. Well, and uh, sorry, just real quick thing. Like, I remember, like, with my parents, my parents will, will, will be, you know, family gathering. And my mom or my dad will go, hey, remember this? They don't need to pull out a phone and be like, hey, do you remember this? Right. Where I feel like we're getting so close to the, 
we're, there's so much other information we have to take in that we're losing the ability to to hold on to like to conceptualize to say yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. yeah you know you know it's interesting this morning me and the boys uh, they want to watch TV in the morning sounds like a band you me and, and the boys. boys me and the boys yeah you know me and the boys <laughs> uh, and it we really is, it's kind of fun because we have like our, our youngest three game. are boys like we've got okay. the boys right and mm-hmm. so it's you know uh, so we're sitting there watching it's Chris Mueller uh, they want to watch game. TV and I'm trying to like I've been resisting the watch TV all the time thing because I mm-hmm. a I love TV. Like I, I very often have my Apple TV have to be like, are you still watching? Oh yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's how you know you need to stop is when the TV's like, I promise you I am. Please continue. Dude, you need to stop. This is you. A, you've seen all of these parts and rep episodes before. (laughs) B, you just watched, you just watched four in a row. Subtly judging you. (laughs) I feel like that's what it's like. It's subtle judging. (laughs) They're in Palo Alto. They're like, this guy's got a problem. (laughs) He needs to go outside. He should probably go to the gym. Uh, but so we're so instead of watching TV, what we've been doing is been listening to stories. Spotify on like their like their word section of browse, you can go to like fairy tales, and then they have all Ooh, kinds of what? stories. And they're super obnoxious and sort of lame. Sure but my are. kids love them. Yeah. Like the first time I put one on, I started listening to it, and it's like once upon a time, and it's just this kind of British or yeah. South African, I can't tell voice. And I was like, nah, this is stupid. And from the back, I hear, wait, wait, I was listening to that oh, from our, from the three year old. Cute. That's so we've listened, and today we listened to Peter and the Wolf. So uh, Leonard okay. Bernstein, yeah, what did uh, narrates Peter and the Wolf, and so they introduce the instruments like this is Peter, and it's it's um, the whatever instrument it is, or yeah. you know this is the bird, and then they they play the music, and then they narrate the music, and the boys were like locked in, but what that does is it. It's, I'm trying to like restore or enable them the ability to conceptualize, to yeah. visualize, right. to imagine, imagine, right? Yeah. Because we're in this, everything's so image driven that we're taking that yeah. away and iPads do all that work for them. Actually, that's, that's actually, that's something I haven't thought about is the fact that we've lost the ability to imagine. Yeah. Like, it, like in a sense, in a, in a small sense, because it's like, I feel like I want to put imagine dragons underneath you as you said that i imagine yeah um, but but like how how often are we hearing stories of of young kids at school like when they're playing imagination but it's all based off of something whereas i remember like creating my own world oh with yeah my friends in my head and it was something so like yep. brand new right. right but it's so based on something like Fortnite. i know a bunch of people that are into that video game Fortnite, right and everything they do is based on it the the idea of creating anything else seems boring when it's already done for you and it's like right well, that's half the fun though right and it, it's interesting and I, I think this has to do with this conversation we've been having about the church and young people too because the i'm, I'm segueing did you I notice like that yeah. i try to bring it back it's a little um, more natural when you know I did i'm, it, I'm kind of a professional see it doesn't work though if we keep calling it out <laughs> No, I actually think it works better. It's like when you explain a joke, it always makes it funnier. Coming from a dad. True dad. <laughs> but again, there's a, there's, a, there's a sense in young people today, and I don't think it's just young people. I think young people are a megaphone for the broader society. My own take. As youth minister, I felt like this forever. That we say, oh, well, the young people are bored. No, no, everyone is bored, yeah. right? Um, They're just showing us. I, I, we have speakers coming into our revivals at St. Martha, our, our missions, and all older people go, oh, that was great. Wow, we loved it. It's so good you're bringing people in here for the young people. 
And like, dude, you've been you here every night. Too. Like, you liked it. You, just because it was interesting, it's not for the young yeah. people. Like, it affected you. I saw you crying. Yeah, I yeah. saw mm-hmm. you laughing. So don't don't disassociate. Own that. Anyway, um, one of the things that we're seeing is that young people no longer see religion as a mainstream through which they can search for meaning. And I think part of that is is we're so visual, so um, the internet, the internet, everything's information all the time at your fingertips. And the church is mystery, right? Yeah. There are no, there are answers, but the answers are never ever going to be fully understood. Mm. Right. And if everything's tangible, that is very uncomfortable, right? To sit with something and go, yeah, I don't, I, I understand it, but there's more to understand of it. So I wonder if that might be part of it. Mm. I've heard people say things like that before. Definitely. Like the, there's, there's so much more to learn that it's scary. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's intimidating. Right. You know, there's so much that we don't know. Yeah. That, that it's, I guess now it's, it's more off-putting kind of in the same way where we had mentioned a friend wanted to read the end of a book. Oh my Before. gosh! Yeah. Reads the end of the book first, <laughs> the last yeah. chapter. But but I think th- but I think there's there's something to it though. Like we want to know that there's a tangible, like if it's end. worth committing to. Exactly. Like we're af- we're afraid to fully. So I mean, with social media, you kind of know th- the ends of things. Well, okay, we're you know, a generation can... that doesn't date people until they've stocked them on social exactly. media first. Yeah, we right. want we want to we want to know, know the story before we get to know the story. Before discovering, like the the right. the sense of awe and wonder and discovery. Is yeah. being shut down by the ability to have the full answer immediately, right? And I think what's interesting is that the church is often characterized as being very doctrinal, right? Mm-hmm. And we have yeah. doctrine, we absolutely do, right? We have we have teaching, but in the same respect, um, I think to only characterize it that way, you miss the beauty of the church because mm-hmm. every one of those doctrines is based in mystery, as it were, which is that idea that. The deeper, the more you come yeah. to understand it, the more there is to understand it. The, the further you fall in, the further you have to fall, yeah. you know, and, and that, that duality, right. Yeah. Of, well, this is what the church teaches, but it's based on a great mystery that we yeah. never fully, we're, we're going to spend the rest of our lives entering into that. I think we've lost the beauty, the poetry of the church yeah. in this modern time. Well, yeah. it's like looking at, sorry, Megan. Go, go. it's like looking out into the ocean though. It's like, it's so vast. People are scared of the ocean because of how large it is. You can't see the end, right? you know, but like within the Catholic church, there's the truths that are it, but they don't end it. Right. They just support the mystery that, uh, the mystery of God, mm-hmm. you know? Like they, they're they're that kind of middle point that holds up the truth of the church, but they don't end the church. You right. Know what I mean, oh, I, 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 knowing the teaching doesn't mean you know the whole story. Exactly. Right. right. Following the rules doesn't mean that you've entered into the mystery. Right. So when people have those questions about being Catholic, kids, not kids, like teenagers or young adults who seem to have the most questions about those kinds of things, because they want, like. Period. Like, this is the answer, period. Right. This is why we are uh, pro-life. This is why we X, Y, Z. And it's like, for us, it's like, we know the answer. Right. But we also know that so much more lies in the faith of it. And that's not good enough. Right. Because, no, this is the answer I'm going to write on my sign while I'm picketing. 
and this is all people need to see. This is all you need to know. And there's not all you need yeah. to know about right. any of the topics in the church. Right. You know, it's it's why fundamentalism is so alluring because it gives you a black and white, this is the way it is, right? In the Catholic Church, we you know, there are fundamentals, but we're not fundamentalists. Yeah. Um, and the mystery of faith, you know, I, I, one of my doc, one of the classes I took through Franciscan, it was Dr. Martin, he made this statement that the river of orthodoxy is wide. And that sounds scandalous, but you can have, you can have Jesuits and you can have Franciscans mm. or you can have Jesuits and you can have Dominicans. <clears throat> I think that's probably a better characterization. You can have very liberal theologians who are still in union with the church. Mm. Right. And you can have very conservative theologians who are still in union mm. with the church. Um, and you know, but and they're within the river of orthodoxy. Now, and but you know, you can have Saint Thomas Aquinas, but you can also have Saint Francis mm. of Assisi. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so I think that that tension is hard for young people because we want to have a tribe, right? Yeah. We want to have this is the way it is. Right. Um, and I don't think it's just young people. I think old people too get on Facebook sometime. Oh yeah, good grief. Oh. Those are fun to read. Those. Oh my oh, gosh, so fun. It's funny that I can I can say Facebook. Facebook has become the domain of baby boomers and reposts. Yes. Yes. Repost. Oh my gosh. Yeah. My mother reposts a lot. I'm so glad my my parents don't have Facebook. Otherwise, that's all it would be. Now, what's interesting though is that <laughs> the church. I think because the church is characterized so dogmatically, right? Mm-hmm. As it's so black and white. There's. I feel like there's a trend amongst the the. It, I won't just say young people, but there's a trend towards other ideologies, and this is said in the document. Like new age stuff, like Wicca or oh. crystals or oh my essential gracious. oils. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> but um, but but <laughs> I, but it's true, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. You know, there's this movement towards well, or Eastern religion, yeah, or or whatever it is, or meditation, or self realization, or um, because all of because they're looking for something that's yeah. um bigger, right? Yeah. Something that does that's bigger than this 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 thing yeah. um, and they've been told the church is just dogmatic yeah well because you can blame you know my crystal is not charged like yeah. you have like all those other things that you can blame for things not working out right whereas like maybe this is not where I'm supposed to be right now like I need to let my faith lie in this yeah but there's all those extra things yeah well yeah but again it goes it goes back to that there's a there's a tangible end and connection to something. Yeah. So like, I didn't know you had to charge crystals. I. Oh, you do. I yes. had no clue. But to be with a full moon, yeah. I believe it's a full moon. You leave them out to charge. Really? I'm not lying. Wow. <laughs> that is so stupid. Anyway, but again, I just don't. The whole crystal thing. I, where who, did somebody make it up? Is this based in any sort of ancient? I don't know. Part of me feel. <laughs> I'm good at. Part of me feels like like. Wicca or like Wiccan. Well, like, Wiccan is definitely a thing. Well, because they use yeah. crystals and stuff, right? Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I don't have a clue. <laughs> but like, but like that sounds very much like one of those kinds of things. Yeah, right. <clears throat> but but, it, but again, yeah. people are looking into all of this other stuff because they've decided that 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 can't be found mm-hmm. in the church. That that bigger something bigger than me can't be found yeah. in the church, and that the church is just a human institution. Mm-hmm. And part of the, I think, that is the the scandals in the church have really served to yeah. reinforce that the humanity of the church has been exposed yeah. in such a a scandalous, terrifying yeah. way that I think it it's it's really pushed people away. Yeah. Well, and the like what you had mentioned earlier about people, you know, looking at like um, East 
Eastern Eastern East, religions yeah. and things like that. I forgot who had said it. I don't know if you had mentioned it at some point or if it was something that somebody had said at Steubenville. Um, but they were talking to a friend of theirs and was like, their their friend was like, yeah, you know, just like really into like Buddhism and meditation. You know, it's just so quiet. You mean yeah. in prayer? Oh yeah, yeah. Oscar, Oscar Rivera. Oscar did Rivera this. Yeah, great. he's like, no man, I just like to meditate and like you know just have like feel like connection to my creator. He goes, yeah, that's prayer. prayer. You know, yeah. no, no, yeah. no, man, it's like it's like gratitude. And I express yeah. like gratitude to like for the universe. Like, it's like dude, one of the pillars that's of still prayer. prayer, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gratitude. Through all these things, like no, that that's prayer, prayer bro. Yeah. Like it was so yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, Oscar Rivera did fantastic men's talk. Yeah. At, oh, at absolutely. But still, yeah. there was but that was it. It kind of falls along that line of like, well, this I. I can't get because there is no end. I there's so much that I don't know. Whereas these other religions seem like they have all of the answers. Yeah. So we lean towards one side, not saying that trying to shut any of them down, but still there's that fact of we, our lives still go back to a form of prayer, no matter how you paint it. So I, I feel like the answer to this is power in the spirit. And it's funny, I was talking, so I had a conversation this week with a guy named Patrick Rice um, from Encounter Ministries. They're out in Ohio. Okay. And, and and so what they what Encounter does is essentially it's a school school of ministry. They teach healing. They teach the charisms of the Spirit. They they give practical wow. practical teaching of how to do it. Then they give people the opportunity to, to, to try it. He goes, it's awesome. So we'll do this. They do like a weekend thing. And then we give the opportunity to pray over each other. And they think they're just like role-playing essentially. And all of a sudden God starts healing people. And it's crazy. But one of the statements he said was that God so desires to, to exercise, to heal people or to work miracles, particularly amongst unbelievers, because that, because that's, you know, mm. amongst believers, not as much, but amongst unbelievers to bring people to Christ. That's why God, where God desires to work miracles. And so it was, it was just like this fantastic conversation. I, we have a mutual friend, Kim Zember, who's also an incredible person, but, um, and uh, Keith, um, another guy, um, Keith uh, Major does the same thing with Stone to Flesh mm. up in, in Azusa. They're doing schools of ministry. Cool. They're trying to teach this stuff. Um, but Encounter Ministries is coming out to Rancho Santa Margarita in February to San Francisco Solano, and they're going to do a school Ooh. of ministry out there. What? Uh, yeah, he, when he said that, he goes, yeah, we're going to meet California. We're going out here. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I know the pastor there is amazing. And, like, uh, Father Dewey's great. And I was just out there the other day. So uh, my wife and I are talking about we're absolutely going because I've grown up. In, in the charismatic movement, right? I've grown up knowing and being open to the, the gifts of the Spirit. I've seen them exercised, but I've always felt like they're unattainable, mm. yeah. right? And this conversation, he was like, no, 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 it's, you know, you pray for that anointing. There's actually a tree. You can actually give the anointing to someone else, and we do that. Like, Whoa. we hand on the anointing, like like Elijah handing on his mantle. And What? Yes. When is this? And This is in much? February. Um, so, yeah. So, but again... Wow. So this that idea of God wants to move amongst unbelievers and not necessarily just through our arguments, but through power in the spirit, through his dynamic mm. personality. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we don't need a church. Yeah, well, yeah, well, you heal someone's leprosy, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden they're going, yeah, this church is pretty interesting. Sure. Or yeah. you, you heal someone's cancer or you speak a word of knowledge into someone's life. And all of a sudden they sit up and they go, whoa. Right. Yeah. We need to acknowledge the supernatural in our faith, or we just become another philosophy. Wow. That's my. That's my statement. Okay. There you go. Boom. Mic drop. There you so, go. Quote it. It's so Quote good. it. That's going to be a meme. Somebody make it. <laughs> make it. Make that, make that <laughs> meme. Make it a meme. I would, but it's going to be in like papyrus. 
And, Please. Uh, <laughs> that's the only way that if anybody's listening is going to do it, that's the only Please, someone make in. a meme of that in papyrus and put it up there and tag David Calavita. Um, oh, you're going to give him an aneurysm? <laughs> and Joel. Tag Joel Stepanek and, and David Cal- Calavita. Um, so what was interesting, too, moving back to the document here, though, is um, there's often great disagreement among young people, both within the church and in the wider world, about some of her teachings. Mm-hmm. Now, that's interesting. We know that. I don't think we fully understand how inherent that is outside of the United States. Because I think in the United States, we see the movement among young, among young people almost as if the young people who are excited about the church are more doctrinally aligned than... True. Oh, Does that true. make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just because they're arguing for the church makes them look more doctrinal. Typically, if you're going to associate yourself as Catholic... In the United States, as a young person, you're probably really aligned with the church. Right. You're ready to own it. And if you're not, you don't call yourself Catholic anymore. True. Yeah. Right. Whereas outside the United States, there are many Catholics who say there's Catholic, want to be associated with the church, but they don't agree about contraception, abortion, homosexuality, cohabitation, Mm -hmm. and marriage, the priesthood, um, all of those things. Mm -hmm. Um, And so how does the church, you know, but they still want to call themselves Catholic. They still consider themselves part of the church. Right. And so how does the church mm. talk to reach out to, you know, and again, that goes back to that personal faith concept, right? Mm-hmm. Like everything's personal. It's all the way I yeah. feel. Right. Um, but that's interesting. I just, you know, I've, I, that just seems so weird to me. I just think if I agree, I dif- and actually I know Catholics like this in the United States too, but if I disagreed with the church on fundamental things, like fundamental, things, fundamental, like the things, main things, <laughs> I think I would probably not be Catholic. Right. Well, my father-in-law went on a Catholic match and he found he's getting married in November. But so Catholic match has these options where you can pick of the seven fundamentals of the Catholic faith that matter to you most. And you can find someone who picks those things too. And it matches you from that. And he's like, I'm going to check all seven of them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) These all matter. Right. And his pool of people that he chose from was significantly smaller like hundreds less That's of wow. people that were, you know, checked off all the other things too that he was right. looking for in a woman. But the I second think... he's like, was like, no, I really care about these things. Chastity. I'm just going to leave this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. But, but yeah, like weird stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, but isn't this Catholic match? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm confused. But it's, yeah. 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 Oh, it's like, it't's like people who take their kids to confirmation classes, but don't practice but their don't, faith. Yeah. You're just kind of mm-hmm. like, why are you here again? Yeah. You know? Um, I, I just don't, I just, and again, I just, mm, as a Catholic, I believe everything the church teaches. Do I always, am I always perfect at incorporating that into my life or living by it? Yeah. No, right. but that doesn't mean I throw out the ideal. Yeah. Right. You Could know? I learn more? Absolutely. Sure. Right. Well, we're all called to chastity, but have I lived that out perfectly my entire life? Yeah. No. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I throw out the ideal. Mm-hmm. Right. Know? We're all called to temperance. How do I live that out perfectly my entire life? Mm. No, but I don't throw out the ideal, you know. So yeah, but I think we're all called to charity. But I think that's still. That. I think that's that 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 idea falls into the thought of even even going to the well. If you love me, you'll let me do what I want. Like you have to love all of it in order to be. I'm trying to. I'm not explaining myself very well at all. 
and I'm struggling. No, with but it. it's the whole thing. Like, okay, you, your your nephew or your cousin or your friend comes out and says, "I'm gay," and if you love me, you'll accept this about me. Exactly. Right. And and that's where they, I think people go to the church. They go, "Well, you don't love me because you don't accept this." Yeah, about exactly. Me. And yeah. the church says, "Hey, man, anybody here on a given Sunday, twenty percent are in pornography. Yeah. You know, sixteen percent are smoking right. pot. You know, twenty five percent are 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 divorced. Yeah. Right. And right. just because that's the reality that we're all sinners doesn't mean we have to accept sin. Yeah. That would like we would cease to be love if we yeah. did that. Yeah. If, right. Again, throwing out the ideal. You don't throw out the ideal yeah for, right yeah. whereas when if someone were to be doing that it's like let me accept who you are as a person right love you be your community so it can keep help you stay on right. the path that you should be on whereas other fa- family i know other family members are like shunning them right it's like no it's against what we believe blah blah, blah. it's like you're pushing them into the open arms of the gay community they'll right. be very happy to have them right marching in the parades and doing right mm. all this stuff they're one of the most welcoming communities. Well, and that goes back to accompaniment. Young people are looking for companions right. on the journey. And I think the church, you know, okay, so yeah, mm-hmm. someone dealing with same-sex attraction, right? Yeah. Um, there, there was a big debate on the internet uh, with Father James Martin came out and said oh. something to the effect of, there are we have to oh acknowledge that there are LGBTQ people and they that's what they want to be called and so that's what we need to call them. Because the church has said, well, we're not going to call people yeah. that because we're going to call them people with same-sex attraction because we're not going to define people by... <laughs> that way right? right that we're going to define the person as a child of god mm-hmm. not as a and again not the two yeah. people come out and well and he so this whole debate went on and i feel um, like that statement though is very general though because i know people that struggle with that are like yeah i don't feel like i don't see myself as a part of that right. community i just know i struggle with it well could you imagine identifying any other person by their particular uh struggle with sin yeah. Right. Because that's what the church believes this is. It is sin, right? To yeah. give into same to have same sex attraction is not sin. To give into same sex attraction yeah. is sin. Because so you imagine like, oh well, we've got our LGBTQ people here. We also have our you know porn addicts over here, and then yeah. you know the porn addict. Yeah. It's it just that we don't. I don't. You, the only person who names you your sin is the devil. devil. Yeah. Right. 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 Um. And so, but the idea of accompaniment. To say to people, like, everybody struggles with sin, mm. so we're going to walk with you as right. you deal with this. And the reality is you're not always going to deal with it perfectly. And at this point in your life, you may reject the church's teaching completely on it. That doesn't mean you're rejected by the church. It also doesn't mean we accept your sin. It doesn't mean we're right. stop speaking truth. And that's a that's a tough line. The line mm-hmm. between enabling, right? Mm-hmm. That's a tough line. And being there. Right. Yeah. So um, one of the one of the things they say in this document is um, mentors should not lead young people as passive followers, but walk mm-hmm. alongside them, allowing them to be active participants in the journey. They should respect the freedom that comes with a young person's process of discernment and equip them with tools to do so well. That mm. I think is that's mm. does that make sense? Especially yeah. talking about the same sex attraction yeah. thing. Um, uh, mentors should be should believe wholeheartedly in the young person's ability to participate in life. The church mentors should nurture the seeds of faith in the person without expecting to immediately see the fruits of the work of the Holy Spirit. Right? And so, again, if as a church, a young person says, I think I might be gay, the church responds. It goes, well, okay, let's talk about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, what do you mean when you say that? And, and what if we said, rather than saying you're gay, won't we say you have same-sex attraction? How does that change that yeah. in your mind? You know, and if you do that with someone, you go, what do you mean? Well, okay. I, what if you, that's not who you are, but something that you deal with? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that change how it perceives your, you know, because what the society has said is that's who you are. It's inherent. Mm-hmm. It's your thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what if we dealt with accompaniment in the way of walking with people mm. that way rather than the church also labeling them, labeling them, putting them in that box and saying, yeah. you you know, you can't be in the church if you're going to be like that. Right. Well, yeah, you can. You can be in the church and struggle with anything. Right. Right. You know, so anyway. Interesting. Does it make sense? Yeah. 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 Again, yeah. I'm not saying we're, we're, you know, go go get married and, and be in a committed relationship with another dude or another woman. Like, mm-hmm. That's not what I'm saying. Right. Um, but to say, okay, so I'll say this. Like in my marriage, we struggle with, um, with uh, natural family planning. I hate it. I dislike it very much. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan at all. People talk about it's beautiful and wonderful, and I don't agree. Like, um, <laughs> If the church changed the teachings tomorrow, I would not. I would not mourn you, its you loss. Not, yeah. um, I, I struggle with it. I still belong in the church. I'm not saying you know. Does that make sense? Like it's, right. it's something I don't love. It's something I have a hard time agreeing with the church on. It's something that all those things. It's a big thing that people right have an issue with with yeah. the church. Right. Huge. You know? And there are many people on different parts of the journey with that. Mm-hmm. My part on that journey may be different than someone else's, mm. but we're you know that doesn't mean I don't belong in the church yeah. now. And if I fall into sin. For, you know, then I go to confession. Well, that's anything. Any right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and I, you get up and you walk more. Um, so I, I just, you know, accompaniment. So how does the church accompany people on yeah. that walk? Um, all right. Looking at, do, do we want to continue with this? We're, 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 um, we, we're not even getting close to being done with it, to be honest. That's in, but that's, but that's how, like just proving that's how in depth these, these meetings are and how much they talk about. Like, right. mm-hmm. it just, it, it, it's a beautiful thing to look at and go, they're really taking, like looking at the youth. Every aspect and every, here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And really diving in. But I mean, I'm down to continue. Yeah. I just, okay. Are. So there's, we're going to skip through. We can't, obviously we can't get the whole document, yeah. mm-hmm. but I, and I hope if, if people are listening that this has been interesting to you as you're going through it and hearing that perspective. And I know that as you're listening, you're probably, um, having your two cents too. So, I mean, post that in the comments or, mm-hmm. or shout that, you know, shoot us an email or something. And, and we'd love to, absolutely love to kind of have that conversation off the, the podcast too. One of the things that they talk about, I've skipped down quite to the bottom here is, um, why wow, I sounded British. I yeah. skipped quite, down quite to the bottom. Quite, quite, to, the bottom. quite, quite bottom. to the bottom of this. Quite so mm-hmm. delightful. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, we, it says we respond well to organized large scale events, but also <laughs> hold not all events need to be of this scale. Does I think that's a great characterization? Yeah, that's because very... I, I sometimes feel like in the American church, people, I, and particularly maybe because I am on the team for the Franciscan conferences, I host those mm-hmm. events, and and I I personally love big group events. Yeah. I've always loved to. I, at our parish, we do a lot of big group events. Mm. Right. I there's a there's this thing like where people are like big group events are a waste of time. It all has to be small group and discipleship and blah, blah. and there's this kind of thing in the American church. And I, I've always felt like that's a stupid place to be. I, I agree that you need small groups in discipleship. Right. Yeah. So we what's your experience of this? You? you? Anyone? In my experience. Yeah. <laughs> um, my experience with households at Franciscan being um, they have like really big households that are like 60 people. And to me, that's a large group event because I like tiny amounts of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have the households that are like kind of like three people and you're kind of like oh how are you even a household but like that's just like how you yeah. get in that you're kind of a zone um, <laughs> you're just people having coffee yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but then it just comes back to if there are two or more gathered like jesus is mm. present fundamentalist and <laughs> fundamentals wait yeah something are the fundamentals of fun i can't remember what that thing is though 
Uptown Girls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, but oh yeah, I love the big group events and you just feel like oh we're all moving like this is yeah. going like i'm pumped right but you need the small things when you come back from those and i feel like the biggest biggest problem i see is people leaving and you know I'm, <laughs> my reference because this is what i did go to franciscan you're on top of the hill you leave the hill and then so many people are struggling so hard because yeah. you didn't prepare yourself for leaving the hill right and I will say that that was something I kept in mind my entire time there because I saw it from so many people before me mm -hmm. and I just, you need to have backup and yeah. backup is yeah. in the small groups. Backup is in finding the accompaniment outside of the big accompaniment. Yeah. It's one thing in the church we don't do well is mentoring outside of our youth groups or yeah. outside, you know? Um, and so I know at St. Martha's, we always, we did large group confirmation events yeah. and gathering, you know, six mm -hmm. to 700 people for an event. Um, but then we did life team, which is a smaller group yeah. and still that could be up to 120 yeah. to like 70 kids. And then within mm -hmm. that small groups, we broke into small groups. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so we try to do that, but let's face it. All of that is unnatural. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, the way the church, I mean, I, I, and again, I love large group events, but I don't know that anybody is ever prepared for, hey, you're going to have to go out, and, and we talked about this last episode, and, and have awkward conversations yeah. and yeah. form community in a small group. But we also, like, what's the structure for mentoring? Like, for, for me, as, as a wise sage in my 40s now, so wise. how do I find Padawans? You know, what, <laughs> how do I call seeking Padawans? Right, you know? <laughs> Please take one. <laughs> <laughs> Mentor and faith. It's a picture of me, you know, so, <laughs> you know, but, but again, like I, okay, so that's a, that's a realistic yeah. question though. Mm -hmm. There is no structure for mentoring other than if you have a family, commu yeah. a community around in theory, confirmation sponsors are supposed to be mentors. Mentors. Yeah. Right. right. But how often is it just like, like great aunt Edna from Wobushka, you yeah. know, which I think is a place I like to believe. I mean, that place. was great. It was great. It, might it be was in so Switzerland. quick. So yeah. I believed it. Switzerland. Mm -hmm. I want to say Wisconsin. Oh, I don't know. But Wobushka. I was, was thinking quick. of the. There's probably a lot of dots above the letters there, right? That we don't see. No, yeah, totally. Like, like so, Swedish. like there could be J's and Z's in there. Which is, we had a story about a, a girl from Sweden who pulled a sword out of a lake, which I wanted to talk about. Oh but yeah, I feel like this this synod thing is eaten up two two whole podcasts. Two yeah, whole. still yeah. good though. Right, but again, like okay, so back to the mentoring question, I, th I still think if you don't get uncomfortable talking to the people around you on Sunday, if you don't form that community to raise your family amongst. They're not going to have mentors yeah. because you, mm -hmm. you know, and I hear this from parents all the time. Well, we don't know who to pick for sponsor. We don't know any other Catholics. What, what the, the blank yeah. have you been doing? You know, like, yeah, like as you're standing here among the other there are thousand like, yeah. humans. Yeah, literally at our mass on Sunday, there's like a thousand two hundred people there. Yeah. At confirmation events, there are, there are about 700 people yeah. there. And you don't know any other Catholics. Well, you know, we're just really busy we're with really activities. Busy. Yeah. We've outsourced our community to club soccer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or football or The whatever. mentors are the coaches or... Right. Right. And they're not mentoring them in faith. They're mentoring them in that. I met a kid... Okay, so we were at Express over the weekend, which is a clothing store. Yes. In the mall. We were buying clothes for my son to go to homecoming. How did you end up in an... Oh, that is a homecoming. Okay, because... Let him you... finish his sentence. Yeah. No, I'm just like, how did Chris end up in an Express? You know, I worked there at one point in high school. Fun it was fact. It was structure wow. at that point was the men's side of Express, but mm. they then changed it to Express gotcha. Men. Anyway, so they, we just knew we could get good, good yeah. fitted stuff mm. for Chris, and he'd look sharp. 
But we met another mom there who was there with her son. I said, what is he, a senior? Oh, no, he's a freshman. Kid was big. He goes, <laughs> so we live in Murrieta. Mm-hmm. He goes to modern day in Santa Ana. Whoa. As a freshman for football. Ooh. And we're like, well, that's oh, crazy yeah, that drive. Sense. And the mom goes, well, they pick him up. Modern day, a Catholic <laughs> wow. high school sends a car to pick up this kid and a couple other kids from the area. And they drive them to modern day every day to play what? football. What? Wow. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Man, Jay Sarah needed to pick up there. <laughs> I don't even know what that's about. I mean, I'm just kind of dealing with the whole thing, like the, the role of how sports have taken I feel over. I like think that has to break some rules there. Well, because they're private school. They're private it doesn't, school so they, yeah. They've got their own sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, I think it breaks some rules in what the purpose like of Catholic education is, but whatever. It's high school sports. Oh, it's absolutely getting a scholarship. He doesn't pay. He's, he's scholarship. Yeah. Yeah. I, are you they, allowed to do that? And you they're, aren't in CIF. But you are right. in in the private. So private schools yeah. don't participate. So in like, like CIF stuff? they have their own leagues, I think. So the oh. modern day is in the Trinity League, right? Along with like John Bosco and Jay Sarah and Santa Margarita, and, mm-hmm. right? Um, so they do have kind of their own, like they have their but own. But they play rules. public schools. They play. Too, they play right? public schools. Yeah. Okay, okay, sorry, this they, is they, news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. Me. Anyway, <laughs> no, but they like they're they can't. We have so left the purpose of this podcast. We really have. Yes. <laughs> All right. So hey, uh, we're gonna close it down. Sorry, we're, we're at the forty minute mark. Talk about sports, and I'm like, <laughs> so just you know, as a synod in Rome, we'll, we'll continue this conversation off podcast. And if you'd like to be part of that, you can email us or, or Facebook us or whatever. Or if you're not a forty something, you can use the Instagram and talk to Megan. Mm-hmm. Um, or if I'm you here. <laughs> just just Megan, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on the Instagram. Uh, so, but, um, just closing our conversation on the synod on youth, I am old. It's the Twitter, the Twitter. Yeah. On the Twitter, on the interwebs. If you'd like to be on the interwebs, the AOL, the the AOL dude, the instant messenger, you've got mail. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so just keep praying for the church as it addresses this conversation, trying to reach out to youth. And, and really, if there's one takeaway for me from all of this is, that radical ownership, that if you want to reach the youth in your parish, you have to radically go out and form community. Look for ways to accompany young people, Amen. to mentor young people. Amen. And we've got to not be afraid of that social media. We've got to step into it. So, hey, this has been the Afternoon Morning Show, brought to you by Everyday Catholic. You can get more information at everydaycatholic.com. And just a reminder, Everyday Catholic is a 501c3 charity. We depend on the support of listeners like you. You can get more information at everydaycatholic.com slash donate. We'll see you guys on the other side. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.